Hi guys, welcome back to We Believe in Ghosts podcast. I'm Nick. I'm John. And I'm Brady. And uh, today we're going to be talking about a couple different things. We all three decided to uh, choose something that we're very interested in and we're just going to kind of cover it today. Um, We're going to let John go ahead and start us off. Okay, so I... We were on Discord call about for about 3 a.m. last night. That's, I mean, we we're on there doing some yeah. <laughs> deep ass research for some of this. So yeah, I was on the call with this man, and I was. I just want to let you guys know I was hunched over like a little uh, gremlin, like all night, like for like two nights. I wanted to do it for like two nights in a row, but uh, just all night I was hunched over like a little gremlin taking notes with you. Hunched yeah. over like a. Yeah. Death note. <laughs> I mean, I can get the look and everything. <laughs> Man, but one of the things that, I mean, I found a lot of, like, exorcism stuff. That's kind of one of the things I want to go over for one of the topics I am going over. Um, and a lot of them seemed pretty similar, but there's this one that really, like, stuck out to me. And that was in 1974 and of the exorcism of Michael Taylor. Mm. All right. He was an Englishman at that father and a it's about five kids, by the way. Five full fucking kids. Um, five full kids, not half kids. Not half kids, full okay. kids. Man was busy. Yeah, he was busy. <laughs> um, busy. Man old old Taylor was a little bit distraught for a little bit, so he went out and sought guidance from one of the pastors at a local church. And he always went to him when he felt like this depression stuff going through him. And it's just because that pastor was also focused on exorcisms. He thought the being by an exorcist would kind of relieve him of his demons. Would it be like, <clears throat> not like him getting an exorcism, but like being in the presence I of think, like a priest that can like perform Yeah, exorcisms? that's essentially what they were Almost like if I'm next to someone holy, I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) And one night, his wife um, accused him of having an affair with the said pastor. Okay. Like that he was getting jiggy with one of the pastors. Yeah, he was getting getting down and dirty with old Pastor Dan. All right? That's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) And that, like... Poor woman. His poor woman. Yeah, his yeah, his poor woman. Because the second she did that, apparently he attacked her, mm. and this called for an exorcism by the two pastors within the church, who came by and did the exorcism to him. And the, was it one of the pastors that she was accusing him of sleeping with? I don't know. I would assume not. Okay. I don't know how that would call one. Be like you. I need someone to come and help me with this, but don't you dare bring that slut in here. That's, I was about to ask, like, <clears throat> that'd be a very, you know, sticky situation if, you know, you tell your mans, you know, I know what you're doing with that pastor at that church, and then he just starts attacking you, and you're like, there's a goddamn demon, and then you have to call <laughs> that guy that you're sleeping with. Yeah. Well, sleeping with. But, but My dad's we get, sleeping we get, with. Yeah, we, we I don't want to accuse Michael Taylor of anything here. Yeah. So... Um, after the whole exorcism, he was speaking like unintelligibly or just rambles mm-hmm. for the, during the entire exorcism. But the day after that, 
like the exact day after that when they said, all right, we're done, we did as much as we can. Michael Taylor killed his wife Damn. by ripping out her eyes and tongue and then basically deforming her by ripping most of her skin off her face. Oh my God. Yeah, the cops found him naked in the streets covered in blood. And that became one of, apparently, a well-known case from when I was reading the Offset um, case, if you if you guys personally want to read that one. Okay. But... What was it called? The Offset. Offset? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Offset case. And here's the thing. The dude got off non-guilty. Like, he, he was innocent? Yeah, he was basically... He basically got off due to insanity. I was going to say, they probably gave him the insanity plea. I mean, deforming your girlfriend, ripping her face off, and then being found in the street naked. I mean, I guess, yeah. You yeah. sound a little insane. I almost forgot. They did uh, strangle the dog, too. Uh, they had, they had a dog. Normal, normal day. I was going to say, it just could be, you know, perfectly calculated, too. Yeah, I was, that's one of the He got caught. Like, he got caught cheating. What else do you want him to do? I, I, that's actually what <laughs> I want to ask you. Do you extreme guys, extent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to ask you. Do, you. do you guys do you guys believe that that was like an actual exorcism or it was a dude that just got caught and he went too deep into the I don't know. I feel like it's a little like a, what's it called? A little too crazy for someone to get, like, get caught cheating and go to fucking that extent. Yeah, that's what right. I was thinking. But then again, I don't know, you do hear a lot about people, uh, like, I mean, they get caught cheating and this is the first thing mm. they do is they just murder their wife or spouse. They're like, no, I... So, no, nah, I can't be caught. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want the confrontation, you mm. don't want to be broken up with, you don't want to be labeled as a cheater or whatever it is. You can just be, you can be possessed. Man. I don't know. Man, I... But like, I, I guess. I don't, excuse me, but I don't know. Was Michael Taylor, uh, so you said that he didn't think that he was possessed. Did you say that he didn't think he was possessed or that he could be, but something along the lines of? It's, it was very vague how the description when I was reading. Yeah. But it seemed like he had something following him. And he with, thought that being in the presence of those priests or like, you know, people that could perform exorcisms that brought him comfort. Yeah. I don't know, maybe like, without there being too many details on it, just my first thoughts is that he assumed or he thought that something could have been following him or something was attached to him, and then maybe he just took that shit and ran with it. And, you know, maybe one day he snapped, and maybe his wife, knowing that he always maybe said, like, hey, I feel like something's following me, or I have something attached to me, maybe she's like... Oh, this is the demon. Mm. This this is the demon coming out. <laughs> so I got I got to call the church. <laughs> like it's time. He always told me about this day, and it finally came. Like oh god, he's transformed. <laughs> he's transformed. <laughs> oh god. I don't know. I feel yeah. I feel like without there being too many details. I don't know. I, maybe he. It could just be a case of maybe he felt compelled that he like was gonna do something violent or like out of the ordinary but we won't ever know if like he obviously had something attached yeah. to him or following him or not but I don't know him being extremely close with a preacher and her accusing him of uh, cheating on her because he's really close to a preacher and has the preacher around all the time I would 
like to think that Michael Taylor would be receiving at least some form of like help or communication and you know maybe in moments like where he feels like he's going to be taken over like compelled to do something he could realize what's going on so I don't know it could have been a demon you know residing in him or like a possession kind of thing where something just overcame him and you know he got that bitch excuse my language but <laughs> rest in peace <laughs> yeah what do you yeah what do you think Brady I think uh, I don't think anyone would go to that extent just to kill someone like that like you said tongue and what else tongue and eyes like like I don't think someone would go to that extent to kill someone maybe like shoot them stab them Right. Sure, but ripping their tongue and eyes out. Nah, you gotta be possessed to be that fucking insane. Yeah, you seeing me cheating? <laughs> talking about me cheating? <laughs> eyes gone. Tongue gone. See no evil, face, speak no gone. evil. Yeah, face gone. Nose gone. You ain't gotta smell me cheating. That reminds me of that uh, Florida incident when that zombie like tore that homeland home homeless man's face off are you talking about when like that i think it was like a druggie or it was mm-hmm. someone that like was homeless and they seemed to be on drugs and they died and then no. like they were pronounced dead but they literally like sprouted up and came right back to life no i never heard of that oh, i don't remember <laughs> where it was i don't think it was in florida if it was in florida also I was about to say, stay the fuck away from florida guys I'm, <laughs> if you live there then you're strong and Ohio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ohio, then I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> I don't know where it was, but I heard of someone, like, they were pronounced dead. And they literally looked like a dead body, like, out of, like, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare. Oh, and they, they were already pronounced dead. They sprouted up back to life and they attacked somebody. And when they attacked somebody, they left scratch marks and they ended up biting them. And everyone was like, oh, that's it. The zombie apocalypse is here. <laughs> And, like, of course, nothing happened to that person. Like, the guy that got bit, like, he was fine. Just got him with minor injuries. Hopefully no diseases. But um, mm. I don't remember what happened to the person that, was, like, came back to, like, life. I think, like, it was, like, a shock thing that, like, kept their heart from beating. Or I don't I don't know in much about death and, like, how you can just sprout back to life like that. That kind of sounds like kind of out of a movie. But mm. Yeah. Um, but what I'm talking what I'm talking about, and sorry for like steering away from the conversation where we're supposed to be on, but I'm talking about the one where this man he was on bath salts mm. and uh, he just like like was walking around acting insane, and uh, he got a hold of this homeless guy, and uh, he started to like bite his face off. He, like bit his nose off and like his eyes out too what What the fuck yeah this happened years ago and uh, I think the police put like a shit ton of bullets in him and he was still going (laughs) what like that's some resident evil (laughs) yeah he just tanked it yeah ugh and we will repeat stay the fuck away from Florida (laughs) (laughs) like what happened to him that he ended up like did the police he, kill him yeah he he's he died eventually the guy on bath salts yeah but the homeless Not man the bullet wounds but the bath salts no no the bullets killed yeah, no, yeah okay. the guy on bath salts 
No, but the homeless man, he survived, which is lucky somehow. But he's, he got treatment, plastic surgery, and but yeah. his face is fucked up. Damn, that's sad. Yeah. So imagine just living your life as a homeless man, and you just get attacked by the zombie man. I mean, your life's already hard. <laughs> yeah. And like, if you're homeless and, you know, you might not have service or know mm-hmm. what's going on every single day. So, like, what if the zombie apocalypse did happen? And that, mm-hmm. that was how he found out, was he got attacked right then and there. <laughs> Oh my god. That would be a day. Alright, back to our original conversation about zombies. Do you have anything else about Michael Taylor? Or any uh, anything else about that case? I'm honestly looking more information on that up. Yeah. Because it's honestly just so interesting to me. I want to know, like, what all has befell after that. Like, what happened to the kids? Like, what's any fucking answers for that from from the church right but it's at the moment i'm not entirely sure yeah but one of the other things i was doing research on and thank you again for kobe for uh mention for telling me this but is a cryptid that started in like the early 2000s okay. a, uh, and this started on a form from a japanese website i think from what the description was, it was two channel. Um, but they basically posted a small photo or something of some of a white like creature rising up like next to him. And at first they thought it was like an iceberg, but apparently when they got closer, it like submerged like quickly down into the into like the ocean. That's weird kind of sounds like a mechanism yeah it's some shit that well they also thought it was a, a submarine for a little bit but that's uh, it from what they saw that little, did not look like a submarine yeah that and that was a bright white submarine yeah and i i don't know nothing about submarines but i think battle strategy i want to want to be in a bright white submarine in the, <laughs> i just wouldn't want to be that but People kind of knock that off and just saying, oh, it's whatever, da da, da. Um, And then in 2005 on Google Maps, and they showed a picture of that and the coordinates where this was located at, of somewhere randomly in the ocean where they sent, saw this like a hundred foot like white creature with like little arms floating on top of the like ocean waves. What the? Yeah, it's what they call the ninjas. Because they can come out to up to 30 feet long to 100 feet long. That's terrifying. And uh, in, well, this this is where I started kind of believing that this, they could actually be real. Was in 2010, there's a Japanese chemical thing that kind of overlooked the aquamarine place mm-hmm. to have like camera set up so they could actually study the, the wildlife yeah and in one of the cameras you can see one of these motherfuckers in the fucking camera rushing by with like big it's it looked fucking terrible it has like black soulless eyes and like really a really long fucking like mouth creep that looks like a fucking smile oh it my is, gosh it is a terrifying looking thing Ugh. I don't Man, like that. I'm, uh, no, see that video. Apparently, they have yeah. like 
big, like, human-like arms, too. Huh. It's almost like a, a, a Titan from Attack on Titan without his legs. I was gonna say, that kind of sounds like a Titan, where it sounds like, uh, you said, like, with a big smile across their face, sounds like a creepypasta. Yeah. Damn near. Well, it's, like, not open, it's just, like, that's what the slit of the mouth, like, looks like. Man, I don't want to get off topic, you know, again, but that shit reminds me of the slit of mouth woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll hear about the slit of mouth woman. I'll talk about her another time. You know, they made, a, they made a little manga off that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a romance one. Because the story itself is sad. Like, yeah. the, like, the slitted mouth woman herself, like, really fucking tragic. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we're going to have to talk about that in a different episode. You'll so cry. The uh, viewers can hear about it. <laughs> yeah, you'll be upset. You and the viewers will be upset. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? said, I don't know, Chief. <laughs> I don't know. I'll feel nothing from it. <laughs> it's really interesting, though. But that is... I think I like to hear about it. Yeah. That is extremely freaky, though. Yeah. Having a look like that, especially with gigantic, like, arms, you said, that are, like, really long arms. Yeah, I especially thought that this would be, like, more interesting for you because you hate the open ocean. You fucking Yeah, I don't them. like that. So, are they, like... I don't like the ocean they because the, the ocean's fucking mysterious. You don't know what's in the ocean. Yeah. Like, they, the ninjas could be in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Lurking. that. I'm never going there again. Again? Like, not again, like, I don't know, in the water. In the water, like, big open body of water. Maybe a pool. Maybe. So you're just never going to go to a beach is what nope. you're telling me? Nope. Done. Done. <laughs> what about lake? Lakes are okay? They don't have, you know... Decapitated bodies or like headless, like, like heads I mean, in there, then sure, I'm down. But like, oceans are just off limits. I don't want no ninjas getting me. Don't go so deep in the water. Do they reside deep in the ocean too? Well, we're, apparently, the first sighting was off the coast of Antarctica. Okay. So, um, where the chemical so place like was waters. currently like yeah. looking through, I'm not entirely sure, like, the exact location where they were studying. Huh. That's really creepy, though, considering all the stuff you hear about, like, what's in the ocean, mm -hmm. and then, like, what could be out there. It's crazy how we know more about space than our own ocean. I mean, I've read some stuff, like, just randomly flicking through Google and stuff, or articles, and uh, I know, like, I hear about the ocean having, um, like mixture of breeds of different or like of species like you'll like see two fish mm -hmm. that literally you can't get a mixture of that breed or like you've never seen i don't know like like a sea lion type shit you'll see kind of those but we don't have the species documented anywhere we don't know anything about them but you'll see stuff you've never seen in books or on the internet and like they're right. just there in the ocean you don't know what they are they could be ninjas they could be anything else you never know that's what i think about the ocean is freaky so, like, I don't know. I kind of believe that, Loki. And plus, I'm really into uh, Japanese mythology stuff, so I never have heard of that before. Hey, so, like, I know you want me to do scary stuff, so when are we going to get you on a cruise ship? What are we going to find? Absolutely. I don't know. Exactly. We're not. It's going to be dark ship. when we look down in the ocean. It's going to be our last episode because we're going to fucking die by a huge wave. Man. <laughs> how about See, that's how morbid I am. I don't want to be out in the ocean. That's a duo episode. <laughs> <For you guys. laughs>
just like the Ouija episode for me and you and John. Uh, that, yeah, I was going to say, that's a trio episode. John's just going to be, like, tied up. So is that how we're going to have to get you on the cruise ship? I'll throw up on you. I'm good. You realize how many drunk people I have to deal with on a daily? <laughs> like, that doesn't that doesn't do me anything. I got to deal you with nieces, bro. I'm, I've built up a tolerance. <laughs> I will, ta- I will simply just hop in the ocean for a second. You're disgusting. That's terrifying. Gonna get ate by a Nijin. I hope so. Nijin. <laughs> Is that all that you uh, that you ended up looking up about Nijins, though? There's actually not a lot of information for them. Yeah, that's even more terrifying. Yeah. I don't like that. It, it, I'd feel comfortable if you could have, like, blessed me with more knowledge. No. I'm currently look, trying to find any other aspect or fact about them. Other, but they literally started in the early 2000s. That's why he said the cruise ship, because he wants to find them. Yes. Well, I'm not a fisherman, <laughs> and I ain't fishing for no ninjas. You can be our bait. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I say, uh, let me go next, since mine's kind of short. And okay. I don't really have much to talk about, but. Because I've seen Nick's notes, and he has like eight pages full. I have a lot to say. so we'll keep his for the end but uh, I did some research on uh, the black eyed children the black eyed children black eyed bees? no black eyed children have you guys ever heard of them? no I have not so some people believe here actually let me start off they're uh, these creatures that are around like six to sixteen years old, pale skin, black eyes. They wear dark clothing. But uh, so mean. <laughs> it's like pitch black eyes. Okay. <laughs> Not like dark circles. Or okay. Like okay. <laughs> no. But uh, some pe- people believe they are either demons or aliens. Okay. And people who believe in that they are aliens think they're they pull pranks on you. But and people who believe that they are demons, they want to hurt you. Okay. But uh, so what they will do is they will try try to like get into your house or your car. They want to ask for help to use your phone or contact their mom and dad or their parent or you know what I mean you know 16 year old coming into my home you gotta <laughs> phone yourself but here's the thing uh-huh. it's they come in groups like two to whatever uh, that's kind of that sucks for them looks like they can fend for themselves here's <laughs> yeah. a, bro. they guilt trip you and even though you don't want to help them you still find yourself helping Trying to help them out. Like somehow you still yeah. compelled to help. I feel like that'd be one of something that you'd do. That I would do? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, yeah I'm naive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would help them out. But, uh, yeah, even though you don't want to help them out, they'll guilt trip you. Try to. Then you'll see, like, have yourself, like, helping them even though you don't want to. Right. And, uh, but... They're usually like found on highways, parks, apartments, okay. anywhere like residents live. Yeah. Uh, 
where people will be. Yeah, but I read about the story about this couple in Texas, and there's this little boy and little girl who came up to this old couple's house. They knocked on their door, and uh, they kept their heads down so you can see their eyes. And they asked to use their phone to contact their mom and dad. Hmm. And, that sucks uh, for you, kid. <laughs> Go to my they, neighbor's house. They were hesitant. Like, they didn't feel like this was right. Right, yeah. <laughs> like something was up. And But they let them in anyways. And they sat on the couch, keeping their heads down so you couldn't see their black eyes. And uh, they, they asked to uh, use the restroom. But they let let them, and when as soon as they got to the bathroom, the lights flickered, and the husband's nose started like bleeding. Like a handful of blood came out of his nose, and uh, the woman went to go confront them, and she was knocking on the door, and the kids said, "Mom and Dad are here." And uh, they like sprinted out of the bathroom and all they seen was these like two tall slender figures standing at the end of the driveway. And the, for some reason the woman waved, but they, <laughs> it was like. That's the most Midwest thing I've ever yeah. <laughs> And uh. Just reminded me of a little meme from like breaking the bag. Just standing, just. Yeah. And uh. <laughs> And uh, the two figures didn't do anything, but they got in the car and just drove away. What the fuck? So that's where I see it. I, I think people believe that they are aliens pulling pranks. Yeah. But there's also this other thing I saw. A drone captured uh, a girl in the woods with black eyes. Okay. So... I haven't watched it, I'm, uh, I'm definitely gonna go watch that. Like just time. roaming in the woods? Yeah. But there's different stories about these children. Like, if you ever encountered them, don't help them. He <laughs> <laughs> said, don't help them. That's really interesting. I've heard, like, a lot I mean that kind of reminds me of like shadow people or of sleep paralysis in a way like I know a lot of people experience sleep paralysis and see shadow people like when they're on the verge of like dying and stuff mm. that kind of reminds me of that in a sense so I might have to look some stories up about that I haven't seen much about how well, I've read this other story but I don't know how true this was <laughs> right but there's a uh, the lady let like the kids in the house and uh I forgot what she did but uh I guess she found her husband like fucked up like murdered oh man those shadow kids like our kids got him yeah and they were they weren't found or whatever and uh there's this other one how about uh, this dude was working in his office. He went to go smoke a cigarette, and all he seen these two kids, like, down the street staring at him, just like, 
Menacing. He's <laughs> <laughs> just standing there menacingly. And he felt uncomfortable and he went back inside. And uh, he was looking through security footage and he seen these seen them two kids at the main entrance like looking up at the camera yeah telling him to like, come outside uh, they, they said we want to we want to talk to you for a quick you know yeah <laughs> trying to reach the pockets <laughs> then uh one of the kids like went out to the back yeah and one kid was just staring at the camera and he didn't like take his uh, eyes off uh, the cameras until like the cops got there. Yeah. And uh, as soon as the cops got there, they they're gone. Hmm. But like I said, I these things are something else. Yeah. So the bottom of the line is if you see a child running at you at the dark saying, help me, help me kick it in the face. Well, it depends. <laughs> like, no, regardless. <laughs> regardless. <laughs> I've seen so many horror movies, I'm not helping you. I got neighbors. Someone will help you. I got, I got, not like, me. I got these old, like, fucks right across the street. You can go, you can go talk to them. They'll be more like me. I live in apartments. Just go to another door. Like, don't talk to me. Don't come to my door. You'll hear my dog, and that's enough. I hope the black-eyed kids don't come to my I've seen, I've seen uh, stuff where it says like they'll try to avoid you know making eye contact with you so you can't see their eyes for some reason they're scared of the, like you getting like looking into their eyes hmm I wonder if it's uh, if it's like a thing if you look into their eyes they like feel acknowledged or something like that I, I read something the other day about uh, people that lucid dream uh, they were uh, they were like don't ever let the people in your dream knowing that you're like know you're oh, dreaming. I've heard about that. Yeah, That's fucking scary. Yeah, they've uh, like I won't I won't get too off track, but no, you're okay. Uh, they uh, I read where a bunch of people when they're lucid dreaming, you know, they they have their spouses, friends, random people in public. Uh, I read this one specifically where this girl was having dinner with uh, a date, and she was like ha ha ha, and she knew she was dreaming, and she decided to look at him and be like. Yeah, well, since you know this is a dream, and like right when she went to go say dream, I guess like him and everybody else in the restaurant stopped what they were doing and just like turned and stared at this bitch. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know what's happening. And then their faces started distorting, and then she like just woke up, like snapped awake. And other people have said, yeah, that's happened to me before too, and then I've ended up with sleep paralysis that same night. Oh my. And I I can't tell you how many comments I've seen of that. And thankfully, I can't lose a dream. Because I'd be running around being like, I'm in a dream, I'm in a dream. <laughs> and I don't know what would happen there. So I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever attacked. I want. <laughs> gets attacked by people in the dream. But that's what it reminds me of. Almost like a, I don't know, like maybe they're... I don't want to say a figment of our imagination, but I want to say maybe they're like not of this plane. Or like, you know, not of like the same existence that we are. So maybe them making eye contact with us maybe like breaks them or some shit. Mm. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's freaky. No, that's what uh, all I got because I didn't bring up two things like John. <laughs> he came prepared. I didn't. 
I came prepared, prepared. Yeah, he, he came no more. <laughs> That's what I do. That's okay. I'm an overachiever. Alright, so. Uh, what I wanted to talk about today uh, was the Heaven's Gate cult. Have you guys heard about that? I have. Yeah? Alright, so I took a bunch of notes, so. Forgive me if I am looking down quite often. <clears throat> so you can sit on the table. So you can have a review. I think I might do that, but I'm also short, so. <laughs> Your neck can reach it. Nick is not short. He's like six foot five. Yeah, no, I'm not short actually. I'm about yeah, I'm six five. I'm six five, one ninety five. <laughs> I'm an MMA fighter. I actually play basketball on the side as well. Other things tall people do. All right. So, I took a bunch of notes about Heaven's Gate. Right. Uh, based off of my initial knowledge, you know, I I've heard Heaven Gate, Heaven's Gate referenced in media. Uh, a lot of rappers have referenced it. A lot of people who talk about morbid stuff, kind of like us, have mentioned it. First thing that I initially thought it was that my base knowledge was they were just a cult of people that believed that they could get to heaven, and they spiked punch and killed themselves. And I knew that they also were all found wearing Nike decades. That's how I remembered them. That's how. That's the only thing I knew. After diving deeper into it, there's a lot more in depth about it. Um, I won't take up too much time going about all the nitty-gritty details, because there's a lot. So if you guys uh, want to look anything up about Heaven's Gate, um, anything I go over here, uh, I'm going to kind of cover like the basis of everything, and then if you are very interested, you can go and look more up about that. Um, there's so many tales from like a survivor of like the mass suicide, who like didn't obviously commit the mass suicide. Mm. Um, there are reporters that talked to Heaven's Gate like days right before they killed themselves and were trying to actually like get an article with them, but they uh, were refusing because you know they were planning to kill themselves. So you know, bye. <laughs> uh, you, ain't, you ain't talking to us. <clears throat> but it's a really creepy ass story in my opinion. It's I've always thought cults were weird in general. You know, the idea of a cult freaks me out because whoever is leading that cult. You're essentially brainwashing these people to follow what you are trying to preach. And that's terrifying because, you know, it's not that hard to brainwash a group of people. And, yeah, um, no, just like the media. It's, it's not that hard. Like, I mean, think about it now. I mean, in a sense, I could get, you know, very, I don't know, I, I could go deep and I could say that we're all brainwashed from time to time because mm -hmm. of shit that, you know, we all play into in the media. But, you know, I digress. But, uh, so... First off, that just always freaks me out, but this cult specifically just kind of interested me a lot when I was looking it up. That's kind of why I went overboard and I took too many notes, because I just could not stop reading about this thing. So, I'll talk about it, but they were a cult founded in 1974, and they were founded by two people, uh, Bonnie Nettles and Marshall Applewhite. Kind of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> they were, they were, uh, you know, if you travel too far from, from camp, Red Dead 2, you'll meet them. So, oh, yeah, yeah. But they, uh, so they both met in 1972. Um, when they met, Applewhite, first off, Applewhite, uh, Marshall Applewhite, he was a son of a Presbyterian preacher. Um, I don't, I didn't look up what Presbyterian is, but I know that he was the son of a preacher. So, already off to a fantastic start for this religion when you hear more about it. 
but uh, he was the son of a preacher. He apparently was a talented stage actor at some point in his life, and he sung a little bit. Um, so that's really interesting. If you look up anything about Marshall Applewhite and you find him stage acting, just know that's the guy that got 38 people to kill themselves. So, very uh, scary. Some Kool-Aid. Yeah, some, some Kool-Aid shit. <laughs> uh, and interesting enough, it wasn't Kool-Aid or Punch at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was, but uh, it wasn't. I'll get to what it was. But uh, he had a pretty complicated relationship with his father. Uh, the preacher isn't that a fucking surprise <laughs> and uh, he also was depressed and he was hearing voices and having apocalyptic visions so visions of like a post-apocalyptic world uh, and he always heard voices in his head just telling him a bunch of different stuff he often thought that God was speaking to him and that God was trying to pave a way for him in life like pave a way for him for like divine uh I can't remember the word that it was. I didn't look. I didn't write it down in my notes. But pretty much, he just thought that God was being very vocal with him. And uh, around this time in his life, when he was depressed, hearing these voices, having these apocalyptic visions, he met Bonnie. Bonnie Nettles was a nurse, and she was a mother of four. And at the time of meeting Marshall, she was going through a divorce. So um, Bonnie ain't having it too good. Bonnie probably stressed. Uh, before meeting Marshall, she actually believed already in UFOs. And astrology and aliens all of that shit so she was very into that theory that aliens exist that we are not alone here in the universe which you know i agree to yeah i agree i think there's aliens or whatever they are i think there is another species out there definitely can't be the only ones here i just don't believe it the way bonnie believed it but i do believe it so, what do you mean how she believe oh boy <laughs> so uh, so after meeting, um, she had ended up telling Applewhite that the voices in his head were the spirits above him telling him that he could one day become a divine teacher and that he could lead people to heaven. Um, Bonnie and, uh, I almost keep trying to say Bonnie and Clyde, but, uh, Bonnie and Marshall ended up referring to themselves as Ty and Doe. Ty Doe. Yeah, Ty Doe. <laughs> Uh, Bonnie being Ty and Marshall being Doe. Uh, and they decided that they were going to attempt to create their own religion. So they went and they went on a mission. They toured the U.S. and they went to go find uh, followers. They went to just go recruit people. I believe they were in Oregon and they had actually opened up a shop, uh, like a little area for people to come and take classes for what they were teaching. So they were teaching what they believed in, uh, what they were trying to teach to people. What they were telling their followers, people that are interested in joining them, were that their bodies were nothing but, um, actually no, that's deeper. What they were telling them was that <coughs> they were here on earth to learn how to be pure enough so that they can be invited to heaven. And that's what their classes were for. So they were going to teach them how to reach heaven. Uh, what they ended up doing later on down the line so it started off kind of basic but eventually it turned into them having them cut contact off with friends cut contact off with families they had them go celibate so you know no sex they had them start making sure they looked like they were asexual and they even castrated some of them yeah <laughs> uh, so they took celibacy to a whole new fucking level 
Man. Yeah. Get the dick and balls off, gentlemen. No. It's pretty. It's pretty graphic. So. <laughs> Sorry for the stuff I also talk about because um, it does get not brutal, but I do think when we get to where they obviously commit suicide, it is pretty uh, grounded and jarring, in my opinion. Because, like I said, I thought that they all just poisoned themselves with punch and called it a day. Way deeper than that, and it's kind of scary how a group of people can do this. So, uh, they, <clears throat> they ended up telling their followers that their body was just a vehicle, a container, to carry their soul up to the next level. That's what they started calling heaven. They started considering heaven as the next level above humanity, the extraterrestrial level above us. Uh, they looked at themselves as the witnesses of revelation. I think it was, I can't, I can't tell, I'm, forgive me, I'm not too good on my Bible knowledge. I don't know if it's Revelation 11, Revelation 1-1, but pretty much uh, that has to do with two people witnessing the destruction of Earth, like the end, hard, the end of times. Hmm. And they were going to be the witnesses, so their job was to prepare humankind for this catastrophic event. That's what they believed they were here to do. That's why they refer to themselves as Ty and Doe, because they were here to help humankind um, make their way to heaven when Earth is about to end. So it starts off pretty religious. Like, I mean, it's a little wacky, of course, but they refuse to call themselves a cult. Something that I was reading is they did not ever once call themselves a cult. They specifically classified themselves as a class they were a classroom of people. They were teachers, and they taught their students. Uh, they also were, went by the crew, um, and then I'll get kind of into here in a second what they ended up calling themselves. Uh, they actually never called themselves Heaven's Gate until like a couple years before they committed suicide, uh, and that was thanks to uh, the internet. They made a website where they called themselves Heaven's Gate. So, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, how like the internet worked like right before they died they like made a whole website they went on a, a form i never heard of in my life and they were like follow us follow us and people like weren't really believing them because like who the fuck why would you believe that mm. and then they're like all right it ain't working stop <laughs> and they just made their website and called it today any other any other influencer so uh, but yeah they consider themselves as the two witnesses that prophesize or you know prophesize the end of the world so that's what they were trying to lead as a group uh eventually though uh also by the way the two people ty and doe the uh, people in the revelation uh in the revelation after witnessing the end of the world or after being the ones who prophesize it and they tell their followers they also were killed and resurrected that's what it is in revelation. Uh, yeah. so that's what they believe is that they're going to be killed and resurrected eventually uh they started to tell their followers that <laughs> that the only reason that they were living in this astral plane that the only reason that they were in life is because this was a bridge this was a gateway to the extra life and they were here to battle evil aliens they started to believe in aliens like I mentioned earlier Bonnie Nettles believed in astrology and UFOs and that something else was here so eventually they started to believe that they themselves Bonnie and uh, Marshall, that they were actually aliens sent to Earth to warn people that uh, they were going to be taken to heaven. The revelation I mentioned, uh, in that revelation, Jesus is said to ascend to heaven on a cloud, 
they took that concept and they think that the cloud that will come and take them to heaven was going to be a UFO. So they believed that eventually, you know, in their beliefs that the UFO will come to them and that they will take all of them to the next level and they will have immortal existence as extraterrestrial human beings. Oh my god. Hell yeah, brothers. Hell yeah, brothers. We going in it today. Uh, they would be invited to heaven via the UFO. They had... This is something I wanted to underline, so I'm sorry if it seems like I'm jumping in between everything, but that's who they were. They were a cult that started off as wanting to start their own religion, eventually believing that they were aliens who were going to go to the next level, which was heaven. Um, they called heaven a lot of different things. I have it in my notes further along, but like the next kingdom... Um, I can't remember, like I said, the extraterrestrial level above humanity. A bunch of other wacky-ass names. Just anything you can probably come up with that's, like, alien and better than human. <laughs> that, that, that was Bonnie's belief. Yeah. Uh, they had uniforms for their classmates that was modeled after the Star Trek uniforms. And one of the, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, I should have wrote it down, but actually one of the people a part of the mass suicide was an actor an actress on the Star Trek show, or I think she was a wife of a the wife of an actor on the show. But yeah, they uh, they were modeled after Star Trek's uniforms. Um, they truly looked at themselves as a religion, and like I said, they were trying to prepare humankind for the end, uh, tie-in over. So. <clears throat> yeah, they referred to heaven as the evolutionary level above humans. They first taught that they would reach heaven via the UFO alive, but eventually they came to the belief that they would have to shed their imperfect human bodies to reach this level. This came after Bonnie died of cancer in 1985. Um, so Bonnie took that fat L. Skill <laughs> issue. Uh, because of her <laughs> skill issue, yeah, she didn't take any bodies, and she died with a negative KD. <laughs> um, but her death was what shook them to their core, because for, you know, they were founded in 94, so for about 10 years, they were of the belief that they were going to reach the next level alive. They were going to reach this immortal existence alive, but Bonnie dying... That just shook everything. They're like, well, what the fuck? Like, you know, she died, and what do you mean we're going to reach the next level? So that led Applewhite and the rest of the believers to start believing in that concept that I mentioned earlier, that their vehicles were just, that their bodies were just vehicles and containers to transfer their souls to their extraterrestrial uh, bodies in the afterlife. Um, Keep reading. I'm gonna check on the camera just in case. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna stare right at the camera actually while you do it. No, I ain't gonna read. I'm gonna look right at it. Oh yeah, that's what I like. Uh -huh. That's what I like. You just don't see. want what was happening last time. You ain't gonna get no AI pictures on this video. <laughs> Maybe like one. I don't know what's gonna go on. But uh, like I said earlier, the Bible mentioned Jesus ascending to heaven via a cloud, which they believed was gonna be a UFO. They were under the impression. <laughs> so, you know, after Bonnie's death, 1985, uh, Applewhite is now still leading you know, the cult, which refuses to call themselves a cult. Um, I actually have... I don't want to try to look too far forward and then get off track what I'm trying to say. 
yeah, they also called themselves uh, the crew, the class. Um, a couple of years, I believe it was a couple of months before their mass suicide, they were called the Total Overcomers Anonymous, and they were also the Human Individual Metamorphosis. What? Yes, sir. Uh, <clears throat> so, talking it up to, you know, every cult, you're probably going to also wonder... At some point, they gotta realize they're fucking stupid. <laughs> that they're insane. Yeah, like, hear that, the Illuminati. Yeah, if you're in a cult, stupid, like, I... Get out of there, brother. Get out. <laughs> get out, now. Uh, but they... You know, eventually you'd be like, okay, there's not a lot of people... You know, I read that they got hundreds involved into this, by the way. Like, eventually, throughout the years, just accumulating followers and stuff, they've gotten hundreds. To, going across the U.S. and everything. Have you seen the picture of the mass... Suicide. I haven't seen a picture of the suicide itself, but I've seen pictures uh, of the building that they did it in. Yeah, there's pictures of like hundreds of bodies just laying on the ground outside. That's fucking scary. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait till you find out what they did. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. To <laughs> so, uh, so they were under the impression, Applewhite was under the impression that the government was allied with the media and corporate interests to hide the truth from the public about what they were preaching. So this is why they believed that a lot of people weren't coming, coming to join them and follow them. Because the government. Yeah, they were spitting too many facts. They were like, nah, FBI, open up. They ended up believing that because of this, that the government was working with bad aliens evil aliens called the luciferians the luciferians the luciferians they're bad, they're bad aliens sounds like lucifer but alien exactly because they're bad aliens not having bad so. i know that'd be fucking scared demon aliens no thank you next dark pictures game probably demon aliens <laughs> Um, but that is why they think that people weren't joining them or kind of coming to their beliefs is because they believed they were being silenced. Uh, and keep in mind, this was, you know, early 70s into the, you know, 80s all the way through to the 90s. So internet wasn't around. And eventually, uh, in the early 90s, Apple White ended up posting his first online writings. He posted it, this is what I said, to uh, Senate message boards. I've never heard of that in my life. Uh, I didn't have time to really look it up. But, uh, so if you know what Senate, U-S-E-N-E-T is, uh, I guess they're message boards, different forms. Probably like a fucking Reddit from like back in the early 90s, I bet. Yeah. But uh, eventually, eventually they, that led to creating their own website titled Heaven's Gate. And the reason he titled it Heaven's Gate was because he believed that that would intrigue people to click on it because they believed they were providing people a gateway to heaven. So that's where the name Heaven's Gate came from. They actually didn't operate under that name at all. That's just the... Uh, just the website. Yeah, that was just the website that they came up with that eventually they thought that people would... Is that website down? I don't know, actually. Um, I would like to look it up. It probably is taken down. I would assume so. I would assume so, too. Since it's, it was a massive site. <laughs> yeah, Plus, also, they left messages on the website before they got here. Oh, really? And, and they left uh, video documents about themselves and shit. 
That's so. terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah, the name Heaven's, yeah, the name Heaven's Gate came from him believing that he was providing his followers a gateway to heaven. For a while, he posted and tried to get followers, you know, on those message boards, and he kept trying to, you know, persuade people to come join them. But eventually, thinking that the government was silencing them, him and his followers just gave up. <laughs> they just stopped trying to persuade people. They're like, no one's gonna listen to us, and they're not gonna prepare for humankind. We're just gonna prepare ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> they stopped trying to convince the outside world of the beliefs and everything. In 1995, they found out about the existence of a comet called the Hale-Bopp. Uh, the Hale-Bopp comet, I think is how you pronounce it, uh, was going to be 1,000 times brighter than Halley's comet. So, pretty fucking bright comet. Mm -hmm. To them, oh, this is going to, by the way, this was going to get as close as it would to the planet Earth as it would in 1997. So, it's going to be pretty close to Earth. They found out about this. Applewhite believed that the comet was actually the cover for the UFO that they believed would come and take them up to heaven. This is what they had been talking about for years. That comet was going to be their, that's their ride, gentlemen. It's come. You know, I've had my ticket for years and I'm cashing it in. <laughs> so him and his followers were like, yep, that's it. It's coming. So they prepared. And on March 22nd and 23rd, Applewhite and his followers of Heaven's Gate took what they believed to be the final and necessary step to uh, reaching the next level. They rented a home in Rancho Santa Fe, uh, San Diego, California. And it was actually a mansion. They rented out a mansion. And they called it like a monastery for themselves. And that is where they planned to commit a mass suicide so that they could shed their imperfect bodies so that comet the ufo will reach them and take their conscience up to the next level and they could be either immortalized extraterrestrial beings so uh in the following days apple white and 38 of his followers killed themselves in hopes of achieving their plan via the ufo <laughs> coming you know to get them uh Members, members, by the way, members, by the way, members uh, of the cult, uh, they left autobiographies before they died, detailing why they joined the movement. They all did it on their free will. Nobody was forced to join the movement. Nobody was, like, you know, gun to your head. It was a straight, like, brainwashing. These people truly believed that this was real, and they joined the movement of their own free will. I skimmed through some other news articles that there were other deaths that happened because of that comment in 1997 that weren't even Heaven's Gate related. That I believe someone's husband left a suicide note where he said, I am going to be ascending, or my rise to uh, heaven is arriving and I will be uh, I will be aborting it soon I love you my love or something like that that's a note that a husband left his wife yeah, when he killed himself and she like eventually like talked about it because of the heaven's gate suicide she was like that must be what the fuck he was talking about <laughs> but like of course he never had any association with that group so that was just a follower that was just on the internet or something and was like I agree I agree uh so, it was bigger than just the Heaven's Gate people. I mean, other people, you know, not involved in the cult itself, read this, and most likely deaths were a result of this, which is scary as fuck, because like I said earlier, media can really brainwash you. I mean, that, that can reach, like, masses of people. Um, I mean, I don't want to sound morbid, but thank fuck that happened without the internet. <laughs> they, they, got, they got themselves before 2000, at least. Because I can't imagine a Heaven's Gate. Man, Heaven's Gate people be making memes. 
I imagine not be imagine not believing the UFO coming. I thinking of the hill like even like made fun of it. I think that's actually where I like first heard. I think South Park's made fun of it. everyone's made fun of Heaven's Gate and the mass suicide movie. Because I mean, because I mean, fucking wacky. Like, why would you believe this? Have you guys ever heard of Criminal Minds? Of course I have. Yeah, they did a similar episode about this. Really? Yeah. Besides all the. Is Criminal Minds the one that has Reed? Yeah. Katie's a picture for me on her contacts is a Reed. <laughs> I don't know. She thinks that I look like him. I think it's also because Reed wears Converse, and I wear Converse. But yeah, they did a they did an episode about that. Really? It's a, it was a similar one, but like I'm not trying to go off top. No, you're fine. It was like the FBI. Uh, I was trying to stop this uh, mass suicide, and they also had like these followers. And so Reed and uh, someone else was inside of it, but like the cult wouldn't let them leave. Really? Yeah, they were holding them hostage. That's pretty fucking scary. See, I didn't read anything about them like holding anyone That's hostage. That's how. It was like some similar to that, but they did drink Kool Aid. Okay. I feel like I've heard of something that was similar to this, where they was punch. <laughs> my whole life, I thought it was punch that they killed themselves mm-hmm. with. But you'll find out here in a couple seconds, minutes that it wasn't. Uh, but yeah, uh, before dying, many group members, you know, wrote autobiographies, uh, left notes, uh, made video document recordings explaining why they joined the movement, why they believed in it, and that this was what they wanted. They are about to reach that next level that they were also hoping to get to. So it wasn't a case of Apple White and Bonnie uh, keeping people hostage or forcing them to believe in it. Um, people just actually believed in their shit, uh, which was terrifying. It probably didn't help after Bonnie died and Apple White was leading it by himself, and probably that some of the OG members, I bet, were like, yeah, Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, you know, we gotta go. <laughs> or, or not even Bonnie was wrong. It's, oh, Bonnie figured it out. <laughs> that bitch. So, uh, <clears throat> they, before they killed themselves, uh, they actually, Apple White left hours of recording on the website Heaven's Gate before committing suicide, left hours of video documentation. They even left an article of writing up called Our Position Against Suicide. So they claimed that the true meaning of suicide is to turn against the next level when it is being offered to you. You're killing yourself if you're not going up there. That's what you're doing to yourself. You're staying here. And this you're not reaching your next level. So, you know, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven was offered and they took that shit. So they believed that they were doing like what was right. So, on March 26, 1997, the San Diego Sheriff's Department discovered the bodies of 39 members, including Applewhite, in a house in the San Diego suburb of Rancho Santa Fe. Uh, Rancho Santa Fe. Their website left a message saying, Hail Bob brings closure to Heaven's Gate. Our 22 years of classroom here on planet Earth is finally coming to conclusion. Graduation from the human evolutionary level. We are happily prepared to leave this world and go with Ty's crew. 
So, like I just said, they were like, she figured it out. They were like, we are very excited to meet Ty again and go with her crew. Like, we ready. The comments here. You know, the UFOs here. Like I said, they went by the class, the crew. Um, there was an article written about them, uh, I believe in the same year, a couple months before they died, or it was just a couple months you know, late in the 96, uh, where they were cited as the total Overcomers Anonymous. So that was something that they were going by. And then also, you know, the human individual metamorphosis. Uh, Speaking a little more on Applewhite and Bonnie, uh, Applewhite had mentioned that he thinks that he had met Bonnie in a previous life. They, that's how close they were. When they first met, they instantly clicked. They were sexless partners. Uh, that, that's just how close they were and intertwined with each other. Uh, Bonnie had also told him that their meeting was foretold to her by extraterrestrial beings. So she was, when she met him, she was like, I knew this was going to happen. Like, this is our calling. From the get-go, that was their calling when they met each other. That's kind of terrifying to me because I, I get believing in wild stuff like that, but for the fact that you just meet each other and clicks instantly, like, yeah, this is what we were meant to do. That's scary, dude. Religion scares the shit out of me. So that already was scaring me, but, like, I know aliens be involved in this story, too. <laughs> So, yeah, they essentially, yeah, they essentially took that story of Revelations they and they astrologized they, it. They, they, dumbed they, dumbed it, it they dumbed it down to this isn't religion, this is about, you know, we are aliens, we are here to prepare humankind for the destruction of Earth. A UFO will come and pick us up and take us to what people call heaven is actually the next level. That's just what they ended up believing in. So uh, that's what I'm assuming in Revelations, there's a part in... In the Bible, is as like a big mountain falls from the sky into the yeah. ocean, and so I'm assuming that's where they got the UFO from. I think so. Yeah, but that's not how it's supposed to go. I think I think it was your that. I also read that they uh, that you know Jesus ascends to heaven via a cloud. And in their minds, or what Bonnie ended up chalking it up to, was that cloud was going to be a UFO spaceship that was going to take them up. Like, come land to Earth and pick them up, and then they'll take them. Uh, <clears throat> so, they, a little known fact before I get into the suicide, like the facts of what happened to the suicide, I'll also let you know something interesting I read. They purchased alien abduction insurance. What? Yeah, alien abduction insurance. What were they going to be insured for? Paid up to a million dollars per person. Who are they paying? They're going up to 50 members. It protects them against impregnation. No one does it. That's what I read. So I don't know how true that is. I don't know if that's something that they actually believed in. I'm not surprised that they did. But imagine joining this cult and be like, oh, you don't want to get abducted? You can just sign this waiver and hand me over like a million dollars. I would be so fucking like appalled if I believed in all this and then I joined and they're like, we also offer alien abduction insurance. And then they slide yeah. me my insurance card. And I'm like, fuck yeah, brother, this is real. They got like a little alien sticker on the you, top. You can't right. tell me that this is fake if they did that to me. If they handed me an insurance card and they actually had insurance to offer me, it's real. <laughs> That's real. I'm sorry. No wonder. No wonder they believed Applewhite. He sort of protects you from abduction on what else? Uh, abduction. <laughs> and death. 
abduction, death, and impregnation. So it's like a star. No, because think about it. Protects him from death because think about it. If aliens were to come kill them. They have to have insurance because their their bodies aren't really their meaning of life. You know, they're supposed to have their soul, you know, taken by this comet. So what if they die before that happens? They need insurance. They gotta be insured. I got pissed so bad, by the way. I'm like a little balloon. I can pop. It's not monster. Come right through my little body. All right. Uh, We'll try to wrap this up and let Nick finish up. <laughs> but no, they had insurance. You know, protecting you against being impregnated, uh, being abducted, and dying. So. The impregnation gets me, though. Yeah, I. Imagine getting pregnant by I don't want to think about that. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Um, so here is where they actually ended up committing suicide. Here is all the nitty-gritty facts about that. So, so we put a warning about Just those. put a warning in general about this episode because I've said kill suicide a lot. <laughs> Killing yourself a lot. So I'm sorry if that's a trigger. Um, but it is very tragic what happened. Uh, it, uh, it upsets me that people genuinely believed in this and then lives of almost 40, pretty much 40 people were lost. Uh, I read, like I said, mentioned earlier that I guess one of them, I think, was an actress on Star Trek or the uh, wife of an actor on Star Trek. So a lot of Star Trek references. There's another one I'm going to tell you today. <laughs> yeah, so... So to commit suicide, the members of Heaven's Gate took phenobarbital, uh, phenobarbital, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, phenobarbital, I pronounced it three different times, so if I messed up, one of those is correct. Uh, they mixed it with applesauce and pudding. Uh, and then they downed their applesauce and pudding with vodka. They said we going on that UFO and we going bloody titty while we're on that UFO. So, uh, you know, they mixed it and they're putting in applesauce and they downed it with vodka. After downing their applesauce pudding phenobarbital mix, they then tied plastic bags around their heads and necks so that they could avoid asphyxiation. Avoid choking while traveling, while dead. So, yeah. All 39 members were dressed identically, black shirts and black sweatpants, and all brand new black and white Nike decades, with armband patches that said Heaven's Gate Away Team, which was another Star Trek reference to the armbands that Star Trek team members wore. So, uh, they all had a five dollar bill and three quarters in their pockets and a member had stated that it was kind of a humorous way to let people know that they had fully left this earth like it was a fully it was a way to five dollars was a reference to something and then three quarters was a reference to a payphone to making a long distance call and it was a humorous humorous way of saying i made it but another member ended up stating that it was actually a reference to a mark twain story which in the story it was said that five dollars and 75 cents was the cost to ride the tail of a comet to heaven so that was the reference that they were making uh, which is fucking weird. I mean, imagine being smart and reading Mark Twain and believing in aliens like this to this extent. Uh, so, 
After each member died, a living member would then arrange the body by removing the plastic bag and positioning the body in its own bed neatly, with the faces and torsos covered by a square purple cloth for privacy. Two surviving members said that the matching cloths, uh, matching clothing was a uniform representing mass suicide, while the Nike Decades were chosen because they got a good deal on them. And also, Michael Apple, um, not Michael, Marshall Applewhite, uh, he liked the Nike Decades. So everyone was expected to also like Nike Decades and wear them. Yeah, imagine being brainwashed to not only believe in all these aliens and kill yourself, but to wear Nike Decades. They had the do it or you're not part of this. For real. They also associated their Nike Decades with Nike's slogan, just do it. But they took that moniker, that slogan, and they said, just do it. Because of Marshall Applewhite being referenced as Doe. Mm. So, just Doe it. <clears throat> so, yeah. They, uh, they were pretty much reported to have died in three groups over three days. That's how it allowed other surviving members to position the bodies neatly. Uh, 15 people died one day, 15 people died the next day, and I think 9 people died the third day. Uh, leaving, I believe it said, um, allowing for two members at the end of the suicide pack to clean up for everybody. And then, uh, they, they also sent, after the mass suicide, they sent their documentation of their videos and why they're killing themselves and everything, and they sent that out to other members that were affiliated with Heaven's Gate, sent it to their address, sent it to, you know, uh, there was a news outlet that I think I mentioned earlier, if I didn't, that tried to get a hold of them a couple days before their mass suicide, but Marshall Applewhite was literally like, we cannot speak to you because it's going to interfere with the plans that we have going on. Mm-hmm. It's because the plans they had going on was they were going to try to catch that comment. Uh, the people that survived the mass suicide, I read that they sent out video documentation to that news outlet or those people that were trying to get an interview with them. So they were like, yeah, we got something in the mail a couple days later, and they're fucking dead. <laughs> and they're talking about <laughs> why they couldn't talk to us. You can find them. You can find them. You can, you can find... I've watched them before. I know I have. If they're not on YouTube, you can probably find them on Daily Motion or something. But, uh, but uh, you can watch my uh, Marshall Applewhite and other Heaven's Gates members literally talking on camera like old couples like out like during the daytime like very nice beautiful day outside this is a beautiful day to look beautiful go outside and talk about why you're killing yourself in a couple hours that's what they were doing it's very rough to watch those clips of these people that see they're perfectly normal like if you watch those clips out of context you're like these are this is a happy couple this is a normal person with a normal life they probably have a normal nine to five and this is out this video that i'm watching is literally minutes and hours before they killed themselves it's fucking like terrifying uh among those who killed themselves were 21 women and 18 men all between the ages of 26 and 72 Jesus. Uh, and like I said, they were believed to die in three groups, you know, among three days. Um, yeah, after that, uh, 
you know, there's been a lot of media coverage of Heaven's Gate, uh, a lot of references. Uh, you know, I hear them referenced and like, I listen to a lot of Suicide Boys. I hear them referenced in Suicide Boys. I hear them referenced in TV shows, horror movies, you mentioned Criminal Minds. Um, so it's something that's well known among a lot of people. Um, and I know I've kind of been talking a lot about it for the past couple, you know, minutes of this podcast but uh, there is a lot more to it i mean i i could have i could have taken up the whole episode if i wanted to <laughs> just talking about so many facts about not only what they did and how they got people to follow them but about marshall applewhite's past and what led him to bonnie what led bonnie to believe in astrology and ufos um like i about how they met like i read that they met because marshall was visiting his sister in the hospital and met bonnie who was a nurse there at the time so um there, there's just so much that you could look into and uh there's also uh i Forgive me, I didn't write down his name, but I also looked up like an article about a survivor who was a part of Heaven's Gate, um, like the year that they died. He was interested in them, and he changed his name and joined their cult. And you know, he talked about what it was like being a part of their cult and uh, how nowadays he still feels their presence. It's not necessarily that he feels Bonnie and Marshall with him, but he feels that structure and what they taught him he feels it every day because they fucking brainwashed people man that's what they did uh, I have like I said I have eight pages of notes I want to say I went through all of it I think I went through pretty much all of it um, it's uh pretty fucking scary <laughs> Yeah, if you ever hear somebody talking to you about, like, going to the next level or, uh, you know, speaking some sort of nonsense about aliens coming to take us to their planet, don't follow them. Don't follow them. Because they're going to want you to, you know, drink some, uh, some spiked, uh, pudding, some spiked applesauce. Yeah, we both change it, right? You get one vodka down the drain. You get one vodka, you get one nice pair of Nike Decades, and, uh, you get five dollars and seventy-five cents, and you're on your way. You get to sleep for us. Welcome, welcome to the, welcome to the alien life, brother. But yeah, that's, uh... That's pretty much everything I wrote about Heaven's Gate. Uh, like I said, there's so much more that you guys can look up about it. It's just really eerie. Um, I don't know if there's still people to this day that believe in that. I mean, I'm assuming there's probably somebody out there that hasn't killed themselves, but they believe in that in some sort of way or fashion. Maybe like they'll think that a natural death will take them up to that extraterrestrial new level. But yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I usually thought that was just a little, uh, you know, religious group that got together and wanted to kill themselves to get to heaven. But I, after de- taking a deep dive, I found out that it had to do with aliens. And, um, essentially turning the revolution, uh, not revolution, turning revelation, a revelation on its head, and like I said, astrologizing it. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard of plenty of people, you know, talking about aliens and believing in aliens, but a story like that taken to that extreme. Always. 
I always thought that uh, <laughs> it was just massive having some cool. Yeah, same here. And I, I never, I never knew why they wore Nike Decades either. And it's something as minuscule as they got a good deal on. I never realized they were uh, <laughs> Nike. It's good brand. I mean, like even believing in aliens, ghosts, uh, religion, you can't make a good deal on shoes. <laughs> like I think that's something we learned today. So imagine some, imagine some demon so wearing some black hair for I'd get so fucking mad if I like, I don't know, I could just imagine something like that happening nowadays. And uh, like a group of people all like 26 to like 50 or 70 years old. And they all do a mass suicide, but you know, it's nowadays. So they're, so they're all probably wearing like the new like Jordans or some shit. Or they're all like wearing some like very like rare shoes. I could just imagine like someone our age walking into that crime scene. You know, seeing everybody die and like instead of like because I read that the person that walked into the Santa Fe uh, the Rancho Santa Fe residence when he walked in he saw immediately had saw about 10 bodies dead and was just overtaken by the odor because they were sitting in that California heat for you know a couple days and uh I can just imagine instead of having that reaction, some dude walks in and says, God damn it. It's like, what are you going to do? Take that off the dead person? Yeah. You can't do that. I was about to say, I know behind you. I would probably do that. I'd be like, they don't need no more. I didn't. You know, I mean, I don't know why that just crossed my mind, but I might as well just get it off my chest before we do the little outro here. Did you know that they won't hire, that morgues try their best not hire yeah. Really? Yeah. Because, I did not know. This. Yeah, because male. There's a lot of yeah. reports. Of necrophilia. Fucking them dead corpses. Right. Something you said just that popped in the Man. head. So I'll leave that. I'll leave y'all with that. So I'll leave y'all with that. Yeah. The male species are fucking disgusting. Yeah, we suck. Not uh, not us. Fuck. We're already talking about. Alright, well, I think I uh, I followed or I went over everything I wanted to. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say before we wrap this episode up? Uh, I just want to say I appreciate that uh, knowledge you gave us about the Heaven's Gate because I, I would never guess all about like any of that. Yeah, me neither. I didn't know it was that extensive. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. I definitely want to look into it. So. Yeah, after after we wrap this up and you have free time, definitely look up like someone talking about it on YouTube or look up a documentary because they'll cover a lot more than I covered. And uh, they just did a lot of creepy shit. They they literally toured the U.S. to go find people. Like imagine taking time off to go like for a couple of years, go around the entire country just to gather for what you mean and they reach Oregon and they teach a fucking class yeah someone's probably just out driving probably just want like a McDouble or something McDonald's and then they get like (laughs) (laughs) oh no dude you're just enjoying your day you have your hand on the wheel you're listening what is it like 70s you're listening to something normal and you just hear a band pull up and go honk honk you turn and you see this Volkswagen (laughs) you want to go to heaven (laughs) we can help you man yeah what you talking about here you are 20 years later with an insurance card here you are 20 years later and you have alien abduction insurance Living the high life. <laughs> and then you kill yourself. <laughs>
Man. That really got me. The alien abduction insurance. That fucking sent me. How fitting for my shirt. I'm about to say, you're, you're rocking this little yeah, you, wore, today, you wore something fitting today. I wasn't expecting it. aliens to be in those. I know, I'm really glad I can catch you guys off some yeah, that, that really guard. Good, good. I'll have something juicy uh, next week. Seems like we just uh, had about a little bit of everything in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have what? I said I'll have something a little juicier next episode. What you talking about? I'm not revealing that here. <laughs> well, we haven't discussed yeah. what we're talking about yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why I said I'm not revealing it. Get surprised. <laughs> I'm not already looking stuff up. I was going to say we shouldn't talk about theories next episode because yeah. I have a good Okay, I bet. Well, that's probably what we'll tackle next episode is some uh, conspiracy theories. Well, uh, you can hear us bounce ideas and our opinions off of each other. So that might be a long episode. Yeah, it'll probably be a bit of a longer episode. If we, I don't know how long our episode lengths are. They usually will be. We're gonna try to at least give you guys an hour every episode. I imagine that some episodes are gonna go above that um, or over that, which I'm okay with. I'm sure you guys are okay with. Yeah, of course. You guys are. Uh, videos are too long, and you guys just like to watch these in the background or watch them while you sleep. I appreciate you guys for sticking with the long videos and choosing us. Thank you. So eventually we'll like try to get our audio onto like Spotify or something one day. Yeah, that way you guys can uh, listen to us you know, on a different platform, make it easier. Our nice, luxurious voices. Yeah, you don't just have to see our beautiful faces. You can hear our beautiful vocal cords being worked. Do you guys have anything to add before we close off? Um... Don't believe in anyone talking about the next level. Don't. Definitely won't. I have nothing else to add. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next Good week. job, boys. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Well, uh, like I said, we'll probably talk about conspiracy theories or something along those lines next week. Uh, we really appreciate you guys watching the video and sticking with us. We'll always have everything linked down in the description, like usual, all of our socials. And cash out. Yeah, and our cash app. You know, send us that sweet money. Send us five dollars and seventy-five cents if you really like Evans Gate. If you're really fucked with it, send us that at least. So, yeah. make sure you subscribe, like, follow our instagram or not instagram. or uh, tiktok twitter TikTok, and, uh, facebook, twitter and facebook. Yep. shit i don't know we might get an instagram here soon you never know yeah thanks guys yeah thank you beautifuls Later.